I'm Al Phil Reese, and this is Poem Talk at the Writer's House, where I have the pleasure of convening three friends in the world of contemporary poetry and poetics to collaborate on a close but not too close reading of a poem. We'll talk, maybe even disagree a bit, and perhaps open up the verse to a few new possibilities, and we hope gain for a poem that interests us, some new readers and listeners. And I say listeners because Poem Talk poems are available in recordings made by the poets themselves as part of our Penn Sound archive, writing.upenn.edu slash pensound. Today, I'm joined here in Philadelphia in the Kelly Writers House Wexler Studio by Kamara Brown, a poet and longtime member of the Performance Poetry Collective, the Exilano Project here in Philadelphia, who has been awarded a prestigious Mellon Mays Fellowship, which supports students of color hoping to pursue doctoral degrees whose current research project is a study of memorials of African-American history in Philadelphia and New York, and I'm proud to say is the 2016 winner of the Goldstein Prize at the Kelly Writers House. And by Brooke O'Hara, playwright, director, performer, co-founder of the famed Theater of a Two-Headed Calf, creator, writer, director, showrunner for the, do we say showrunner for the live lesbian soap opera Room for Cream? I love there being a showrunner for that, which ran for 25 episodes over three seasons whose recent work includes the solo directing performance project I Am Bleeding All Over the Place and Time Time Passes, an eight-hour performance that uses the audiobook of Virginia Woolf's To the Lighthouse as its spine and who I'm thrilled to say recently joined the faculty here at Penn. And by Edwin Torres, a poet and poet performer, a lingualisualist, oh, I pronounced that well, a lingualisualist whose live shows combine vocal and physical improvisation and theater, author of many, many books, including The All-Union Day of the Shock Worker, Fractured Humorous, Yes Thing, No Thing, and among his recordings, Oceano Rise, Novo, and Holy Kid, whose famed creativity workshop, Brain Lingo, Writing the Voice of the Body, he has given across the U.S. and worldwide, who back in the 90s was a member of Real Live Poetry, formerly New Yorkian Poetry Cafe Live, and who, I'm thrilled to say, will be teaching a creative writing course here in the spring of 2017. Hello, Edwin. Welcome Hello. back to the Thank Writers' you. House. So glad you're here again. How many times have you visited over the many years? Oh, a I bunch. Think a few, yeah. It's great that you're back. And Brooke, wonderful that you are on campus and we get to see you a lot. Thank you. It's Thanks fantastic. For me. And Kamara, I'm glad you're joining us for Poem Talk, I think, for the first time. Thanks for having me. Well, the four of us are here today to talk about a poem performance piece by Tracy Morris. It's called Slave Show to Video, a.k.a. Black But Beautiful. And the recording we have is of a performance given at the Whitney Museum Biennial Exhibit in 2002. It is available at Tracy Morris's Penn Sound page, which includes audio and some video dating from 1997 through 2016. So here now is Tracy Morris performing Slave Show to Video, a.k.a. Black But Beautiful. Ain't she beautiful? She too black. She too beautiful. Boo beautiful. She too black. Ain't she? Ain't she? Boo beautiful. Ain't she? She ain't beautiful. She too black. Too too beautiful. Too 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 beautiful. She ain't. Ain't she? She ain't. Ain't she? She ain't. Is she? Ain't she beautiful? She too black. Too beautiful. Ain't she? She ain't. She ain't. Ain't she? Ain't she too black? Too beautiful. Too beautiful. 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 Full booty. Too black. Ain't she beautiful? She ain't. She ain't. She she ain't beautiful. She too. 
black. Too beautiful, ain't she? She ain't she? Ain't ain't she? Too too black. Ain't ain't she beautiful? Ain't she beautiful? Beautiful, she too black. Ain't ain't she beautiful? She ain't beautiful. She too black. Ain't she beautiful? She ain't ain't she? She ain't ain't beautiful. She too black. Ain't she beautiful? She beautiful. She she beautiful too 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 black. She ain't she beautiful? Ain't ain't she? Ain't she? She ain't beautiful. She ain't ain't too black. Ain't she beautiful? Ain't she? Ain't she? She ain't beautiful. She ain't ain't too black. Ain't she beautiful? She ain't ain't she? She ain't beautiful. She too black. Ain't she? She ain't beautiful. Is she? Ain't she? She ain't. Is she? Ain't she? She ain't. Ain't she? Is she? Is she ain't ain't she is she ain't she she ain't ain't she she ain't ain't she ain't she she ain't she ain't she 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 too beautiful she too black ain't she beautiful she beautiful she beautiful booty she too beautiful beautiful she beautiful she bound beautiful bound beautiful she black bound beautiful bound bound beautiful bound 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 she too black beautiful bang bang ain't she bound 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 she black she she beautiful she she too 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 she too too black too 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 the bull she too beautiful 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 ain't she she ain't black she she ain't 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 she ain't she she ain't she ain't she she ain't beautiful she too black ain't she ain't she she ain't she ain't she ain't beautiful she black she ain't beautiful she ain't she ain't she ain't she ain't she she ain't black she ain't beautiful she ain't she she ain't beautiful she beautiful she ain't black she ain't beautiful she ain't she beautiful she ain't beautiful she too black she too beautiful but beautiful but beautiful but 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 too beautiful too boot black too too but too 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 boot too boot too booty too 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 but too boot too black she too black too boot too too boot too 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 booty too 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 booty too 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 boot booty too too boot too 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 booty too but too boot too but too but too 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 but too black she ain't too beautiful she ain't too beautiful she ain't too beautiful but too black ain't too beautiful ain't she 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 ain't too beautiful but too black she beautiful but too beautiful but too beautiful but too beautiful black too butterful boot too butterful too butterful but too beautiful black ain't too beautiful she ain't beautiful she ain't beautiful but too black she ain't beautiful but too but 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 too but too beautiful but too black she ain't she but too black she ain't beautiful but but too black she ain't too beautiful but black beautiful but black beautiful but too black ain't she beautiful she ain't beautiful she ain't beautiful she ain't she ain't she she ain't she ain't she she ain't she she ain't she 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 ain't she she ain't she 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 ain't she she ain't she 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 black ain't she beautiful she ain't beautiful she ain't she 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 ain't she she black ain't beautiful she ain't she she ain't she 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 ain't she she black she ain't beautiful ain't beautiful she ain't beautiful but ain't she black but black and beautiful and book full booty and but book and full booty and full booty and book full 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 booty and and book full full beautiful beautiful and book and black Kamara, what do you hear? Can you just describe what you hear? <laughs> um, an up-tempo, an upbeat, rhythmic, um, you know, but it's the same words over and over and over again with a couple different twists. Ain't she beautiful? Ain't she beautiful? I hear a sort of, I hear a lot of different voices, right? Um, the the question, the statement, um, and I just think about who's asking what. And who are they talking to? I don't know. Edwin, uh, Kamara said she hears a couple of voices. I, I take it that you mean, Kamara, there are some contradictory yes. assertions being made, maybe all in a similar voice. So it's, Edwin, yeah, what do you the, do? The, uh, um, the question becomes a statement, and that's a powerful thing right there. And as she, as she dives into the mantra of that, 
it's like it's a it's a bravado and also a vulnerability about uh, am I am I too much for you? Are you too much for me? So there's a there's a social aspect there that's beyond just the the phrase. It becomes um, cultural about race, but it's actually about the human about uh, and 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 it's a she. There's a she asking this question. And yeah, there's all the words that get split in half and the language gets splintered and it becomes something else. But at the, at the core of it, there's this basic thing of like, you know, am I too much for you? You know, mm. Brooke, your first impression? Um, I think that also one of the things she's doing is using slippage and how slippage and language and race are often connected. So, you know, we hear this phrase over and over, but all the slippages have this other kind of meaning and this... So it's like we understand them to be one word, but they're slipping to mean right. other things that often happens in these moments where you can't like identify something, but you can feel the slippage, and it's really smart. Can we four collect the homophonic variations of certain phrases? Um, uh, she too black is one of them, but also um, ain't she, ain't she? Uh, and I'll just add one more. I think we get too booty. There's a booty. So butt, oh, butt and booty. And too beautiful and take the full out and, and flip it full booty. Full, yeah. beauty. full booty. So there's full, full beauty. beauty and full yeah. booty. Mm-hmm. Two different, you know. Yeah. yeah. More? Um, I, I heard bound beauty in there. Um, I don't know if that was just me, but I like towards the middle of the poem, bound beauty was one of them. Um, too butt, but too black, those types of things. Mm-hmm. And she's traveling in this, mm-hmm. you know, this, this stratosphere, but she lands on black. Mm-hmm. Black. So there's right. the the jazz riff and and, and the right. the heart the, the pulse of it. So all the ups and slight downs are on two. A two is crucial for up, but then black is often like a punctuation. Mm. Um, so Brooke, she she I we were looking at each other when we were sorry, um she ain't she she, so she and she she that's part of a kind of discriminatory view of a body. Right, she's not she-she. Anyway, others, do you, did you hear that? Oh, yeah, that was what I was going to say, the she-she. But also, even though it's up on the butt, the butt is the lowest in the vocal, the vocal frame, so it really lands because she gets really high in sort of mm-hmm. the front of her face or the... the, the um, and then it goes low with the butt before black, and it's really an interesting contrast that also sort of pulls the word black out to be high, 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 Low and black. And in the recording of that, also, there's a slight timbre or slight a slight echo. That's part. Of, that's I'm sure not not an effect. It's like it's how she was holding the mic with like that, that when like the higher register are almost reverberating, and then black boom brings it down. So so the, sonically, along with, with the actual piece, you know. the three of you all perform, and you and for all three of you, as far as I understand it voice, actual, actual what the mouth and throat and tongue and larynx do is crucial. So can the three, can I ask the three of you just to say some things about the importance of voice? Voice should be important in all performed poetry. And, you know, Edwin, you've been thinking about this since the beginning of your own career. This is such an important thing to you. So I know you can go on about this. Could you say a couple of things that are sort of primers for people who don't think of poems is primarily voiced? Well, I mean, to me, the poem has many lives, you know, from its genesis to its appearance on the page to its, you know, um, existence with an audience. And each one of those I would characterize as having their own voice. Voice meaning, you know, the the identity of the person who created it. So 
the idea of voice itself becomes this other, you know, malleable, you know, definition. In on stage, it, it's so important to kind of have that to allow the audience to uh, travel with you or to give them the possibility of of places to travel that they did not know was was possible. Kamara, um, if if you only knew this work by Tracy Morris, what would you say is her idea about? I know you know other work. Right? <laughs> I think that this particular poem shows how much, not not more, but how different um, tones and inflections can only be produced by a voice, you know, um, particularly a voice, like the cracks in the ain't she, like how you can tell the difference between a um, the question and the declarative, how it morphs um, in the poem itself. I think that, yeah, I think that's the most important part of it. And I liked what you were talking about, the voice being this like, um, this journey with the audience and the um, listener. Um, and I think when I listen to this poem, I I feel this tension of wanting to hear it live, you know, um, but loving the audio recording and loving me sitting in this cafe, going on this journey with her through something that I, I, I know I couldn't get the same um, feeling from on the page, just mm -hmm. reading it in a book. So. Brooke? voice you you think a lot about this yeah well i think especially i mean this particular poem there's something about the voice that translates to visual like there is this the the highnesses sound sort of bird-like and it has this and i i actually don't visualize it on the page at all and i kind of let go of the words and i sort of visualize it as as this kind of body in space. I feel like this poem is more visual than many poems I've heard in a long time. I think Tracy Morris intended this thing to be responsive to the movement of bodies in a performance. And I spoke with her a few days before this gathering of ours, and she told me a couple things. One was that it was f the first time she did it. She was with some grad student friends of hers. She was at NYU in a performance studies program. It was her first year of graduate school, and they were supposed to do a performance responsive to the p performance theory that they had been reading that semester. And she wrote something which she then promptly either lost or couldn't pull out of her pockets, and she improvised this. And she improvised it in response to the two women who were performing with her. And she saw their bodies moving and they were doing something that looked like a motion of picking rice or harvesting rice, which struck her immediately as something like a carnival. She, they had been reading about the carnivalesque, which was all the rage. And she thought of the carousel and the ups and downs. And so she took the women's bodies, the black bodies doing this rice harvesting, thought of the carnival so it was improvised at that point now brooke knowing that it was improvised is that does that change the way we perceive this thing it wasn't improvised at the whitney she'd obviously figured out sort of roughly how to do it but you think about scat or you think okay so she has this phrase and she sort of has probably heard these words slip because you feel the first at beautiful, beautiful, she, it's like very subtle. Like, do you feel at first you are even sure it's intentional, and then it becomes intentional? So something that seems like an accident. So it feels to me like something that is, even though it's improvised, is something she's really been thinking about. Like, mm -hmm. I don't think it's pure. Like, I'm just going to pull that out. But it's like these are words that I've heard twist this way, and then somebody who's smart and can embody something can sort of move through that you can feel the movement 
Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes I, a lot I, of I sense. I imagine like a, um, it's, it seems very, very choreographed within the improvisation. It seems like very, you know, notated. And this is my score that I'm following. Now, as a musician, I'm allowed to go other places, but I have a basic framework. This is how we talk about music. And in the poetry world, at least my, you know, if from my fairly straight training in literary studies, you know, the idea of music as a model for the way words get said is not, that's, that's different. Um, and so, and, you know, then we have people like Louis Zukowski who talk about the upper limit of, of what we're doing is musical. And the lower limit is something more semantic than that. Ain't she beautiful? She beautiful. She beautiful. Booty. She too beautiful. She beautiful. She bound beautiful. Beautiful. Bound beautiful. She black. Bound beautiful. Bound bound beauty. Bound 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 bound. She too black. Beautiful. Back bay. Ain't she bound 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 bound. She black. She she beautiful. She too 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 too. She too too black. Too 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 too. She too beautiful. 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 Ain't she? She ain't black. She she ain't she? 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 She ain't she, she ain't she, she ain't she, ain't she, she ain't she, ain't she, she ain't beautiful, she too black, ain't she? So here's my question next then. What she does typically is she takes a sentence or a phrase in her other pieces, not all of them, but many of them. So for instance, the first line of Chain Gang for a line about the sort of traditional line of the history of slavery. uh, what's the line? Um, it all began when we were brought here as slaves from Africa, and then she just works that. What is the sentence with which she began here? Because those two, in those two instances, we know what the sentences were. I I heard it as "Ain't she beautiful?" Or and that and I I that's and what booty I heard. Booty could and, come from "bootyful" and "booty." Oh yeah, that's a black slang. So maybe it, I don't know how. I thought black just came from her, but the line was "Ain't she beautiful?" It's like, ain't she beautiful? She ain't beautiful. She too black. It seems like a natural ending. Isn't that the line? That is the line. That's one of the lines. She told me she was, (laughs) that she felt she, in the moment that she was creating an iconography of black, female black beauty. And she sought, quote, I'm quoting her in this conversation I had with her, and I'd like to ask your reaction to this. She sought to, quote, balance against the downside of stereotypes. I think Tracy feels like she engaged stereotypes and also fought against them. I, I mean, that's what, yeah, I think that there's a lot. Um, she does that with a lot of her work where she's like, look at this. What do you think of it? But, and, and the this that she's holding up is this phrase that then gets warped and, and, and mangled and becomes something else. Um, is it stereotypical? I, I think that that's the only way we start conversations. It's like, you know, we look at stereotypes and see how do we change them or, or what do they mean or why do they mean what they do in a way. Yeah. You know, uh, the question comes like what cha- what stereotype she's challenging, right? And so maybe it's the, you know... Um, the ain't she like vocabulary, the vernac like African American vernacular okay, that of that's itself. one thing, sure. right? Exactly. The ain't she is she ain't she is she. Now I get the impression that she was really willing to engage in the bad, crappy stuff that's in the stereotype of a, of the black female body, and 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 resisting it at the same well, time. Well, I think well maybe one of the stereotypes is that like. 
black female body is ugly, right? Like, maybe that's one of the stereotypes, right? That this, like, voluptuous, full-booty woman is not beautiful, right? And, like, maybe that's essentially the stereotype that she's trying to get at. And the... um, yeah, I don't know. I wrote down body shaming. Like, you know, this idea of, you know... Right, that's what this what, is. What right? body yes. is or is not beautiful. You know, any any race, any culture. So she's kind of bringing that up. Yeah, I, I was thinking, and I don't want to bring up too many anecdotes, but I had the young actress who went through this audition training, and she was doing this monologue by this playwright, Thomas Bradshaw. And the guy who... Um, she did the monologue, and it was a really beautiful monologue. And he was like, well, that's great, but I would never bring that in because you you don't want people to only see you as an angry black woman. Like, as a black woman, you cannot audition a monologue mm. that sort of brings out us. And I, I was, like, horrified. I was horrified that that's your advice. Right. So that's where I kept going with she's too black. I think you're really, all of you, and that anecdote in particular, put your finger on... This thing that I feel whenever I see Tracy Morris perform, and I've seen her perform many times, there's some people in the audience wincing as if to say what that mm-hmm. audition manager was thinking. Just you can't, you, or saying, you can't, why are you submitting to such, why are you putting it out there so much? And the women who were performing next to her at NYU were, she wasn't ready, she didn't have her thing. And she saw them doing what was essentially a, a slave gesture of the rice. Uh, and, and, and Tracy, I won't go into it all, but she and I talked extensively about rice picking as something brought over from West Africa as part of enslavement and part of the sort of deviousness of the plantation owners sort of pr- continuing that crop because it's something the slaves could do. And so having these two women who were in the performance studies program doing that, I think she felt like she needed to say something about the black body that kind of really pushed it. That's that's sort of what I'm reading between There's the lines. some beautiful, um, um, I've seen some films of, of African women that are singing songs as they work in the, in the in water and they use the water as a rhythmic you know, they, uh, in, in the field. So there's a lot of rhythm in 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 the culture that that I think Tracy is addressing, and she's using that to kind of in a way to kind of like get across this very um, difficult conversation, like what is and is not. And a further footnote: I mean, there's no recording of this as far as I know, but at this original performance in this class, the two women were singing the traditional African-American spiritual wade in the water and doing that movement. Yeah, well, I like the visual, right? Like you were talking about how visual this poem is. If you think about all these women like doing this motion, this motion, right, of like lifting their arms up and down. Let the record show that Kamara is dipping I'm, her I'm, hand down. Right? I'm trying to do what Al was doing. Oh, um, I was doing the it. rice picking, yes, it. Yeah. right. Um, like that is the the motion, the rhythm, like the the tide and pull of the rhythm that Tracy Morris is doing mm-hmm. in the poem. Yes. Um, with the voice. With the voice, exactly. Absolutely. The, no, duh, duh, duh. It's yeah. like, There's a physical characterization of the poem's body, which is actually the yeah. poem's booty, in a way. Right, right. If you look at it that way. Like the poem is actually, oh yeah, there's the booty there and there's the body, and that's what Tracy's doing you know, sonically. You know. And she's saying it's beautiful. Yeah. She's saying yeah, it's yeah, beautiful, yeah, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, being the nerdy guy that I am, I looked up in prep for this, which I should have just I should have just listened to the poem many times, but I looked up Black is Beautiful as a movement. Um, and of course, in the United States, it's the 60s, but it goes back before that in other countries. 
And I hear undertone here, that assertion, that obviously. And that movement does exactly what, according to Tracy Morris and maybe anyone who listens to this beautiful piece, think, um, which is the assertion that, um, to quote some website that I was looking up, you know, the history of this thing, um, black people's natural features such as skin color, facial features, hair are inherent. The idea that to dispel the notion that that is inherently ugly, black is beautiful, is a powerful cultural movement that has an arts component so this is belated because it's in the 90s when she gets to it. But it seems to me an interesting musical commentary on that. Does that make any sense? I mean, it's kind of obvious, but. Oh, there's this song that came out in the, like, 97 that that came out in New Orleans. And it, the, the main frame of it is Back That Ass Up. Have you heard yes. that song? And I had been living in Japan, so I hadn't heard it. And I had just moved to New Orleans, and I was at a gas station. And this, I sort of looked across, and this woman was like backing up and doing this dance. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "What's going on?" And then I heard this song that was like, "Back that ass up, back that ass up." And so, and that's a kind of '90s moment. Not that that's all a moment, but I think just as much as black is beautiful, that. Um, there was like I think music and all these sort of things about the the, the ass. I yeah. think immigrant. I mean, you know, as a, in the Latino culture, and, and I'm sure in, in cultures that are not you know specifically among American, although that the definition of American is changing, that that are revere the body and are very sensual and can't help it, and that's just the way it is, you know. Um, so it seems like um, Tracy is sort of talking about the stereotype uh, where she's kind of making you question that a little bit and like, well, why why do we have to go there or go there? Why does that mean this or that? And there's something else about Tracy's work that I, was, I want to mention, this idea that she mentioned in an interview um, somewhere about the, por- the performativity of everyday language, which I thought was a cool idea, like taking like a statement, uh, a ne- not necessarily a poetic statement, you know, with, with this kind of complicated language, um, but taking like a statement, you know, either from a chain gang song or whatever it is, and that and that phrase, the focus and uh, the filter that she gives herself is to work on on this, you know, these tools here, and mine that and have that become this tapestry, this rich, you know, place that we can this journey, you know. Yeah, I think. Also, I, I liked the idea of mining, like a word of mining the language. Um, and I think she's not only talking about like black is beautiful, like black woman is beautiful, right. but like booty, like your stereotypical idea of a booty, like may not have the most positive connotations. But in a lot of black culture, like booty is positive and yeah. it is and it's beautiful. And like the whole I think part of the whole poem is challenging you to be like, ain't it, ain't it, ain't it, ain't it beautiful, you know, and even the ain't. Like I think she's arguing is beautiful too. Well, and the thing about being being too much, you mm-hmm. know, as a you know Latino male that doesn't quite fit in, I, I I've you know I write about that in my work. But the idea of like you know, am I too much for you? Well, you know, I'm going to work with that. And and you know, I, I think artists in general, it's, it's beyond culture or gender almost. It's like you know, to express your 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 creativity, just be who you are. If that's too much for you, it's on you, not on me. Kind of. But the line itself is so. Um the first line is so uncomfortable because it starts out positive. Ain't she beautiful? She ain't beautiful. She ain't beautiful. You can take she the same words black. and turn a positive. And it's, so she immediately down. sets up right that there. line that makes right. you comfortable, uncomfortable, and then she pulls it apart. So it's like the first setup line isn't – it immediately 
kind of points to that conflict, and right. then it yeah. starts to play with it. I, I've noticed something in all, almost all of Tracy's, uh, Tracy Morris's musical poetry. She does a lot of other kind of work too, but, and that is that she will push what might be called the antithetical sense of primal words, of basic words, to take a phrase from Freud. Uh, something that's ain't is is is. Uh, so if you push it hard enough linguistically and sonically, it turns into its opposite. Mm. And I think you guys have all been saying that. And and I just had to put two words into the record here, and I, I, those two words are Gertrude Stein. Uh, and I'm sure there's, I, you know, I'm sure you could talk a long time about the antecedents to your own to your own work, Edwin. But um, uh, she ain't she she ain't she she ain't she. She, she. I mean, this sounds like a Stein poem if you take the music out of it, if you take the, the vocal stuff out of it. And there, what she's doing, ain't she beautiful, as Brooke pointed out, is actually a positive. That's our way of taking a negative word and making positive by stipulating something. Mm -hmm. And then if you turn it around just by moving the words around, you get it to a straight negative. And that's pretty sophisticated use of language. She's also... Tracy Morris in this graduate program was studying, wrote, she wrote on Austin, uh, you know, uh, words as actions and so forth, speech acts. So this is all of interest to her. What I'd like to do is go around twice more. The first time, I'd like each of you to talk about what you might, what might harmonize here with your own practice, something you might learn or already, in Edwin's case, because you've known Tracy forever, uh, have learned from what she's doing. Or speak about your own practice in relation to what we've been talking about. So, Edwin, can I start with you? Um, I, I think th there's I, I, the empowerment, the the sense of like you know taking this um, simple fact, seemingly simple fact of like you know a, a phrase, and and mining it and kind of digging into it, and um, the Steinesque qualities of that. I also hear birds, I hear animals, I hear these other you know. Uh, creatures that are kind of like doo, 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 back and forth and that's where, where Tracy is adding uh, our human intellect into this other you know kind of language is is another place where that I connect with her on where um we're, we're allowing language to speak for us when we don't have quite the, the words and that's you know poetry does that where it takes us beyond what we think is is in front of us so I think I think Tracy's um the world and the journey that she's creating is very much in keeping with with what I'm interested in, which is where we're kind of going beyond ourselves, but we're staying, we're sort of staying right here. And the beyond is in here, <laughs> you know, and, and, and it's a very charged space, you know, the body and what it's holding and, and what, what, it, what it's capable of. And we just have to look at in, within a few little sentences inside ourselves and, and there's a world that opens up. And that possibility is what I get. From, oh, that's yeah. great. Thank you. Well answered. Kamara? Um... Yeah, I, I've been writing, trying to write poems this summer, and they're all too long. Um, and I think that, not too long, but they're just longer. Um, and I think what I sort of take away from this poem from my own work is um, how, how much can come from little, you know, how, how much can come from little. And I've also been writing a lot and not voicing a lot. You know, and I think that that's something else that I need to be more conscious of when I'm writing um, and when I'm editing as well. Um, and I'm also, I just think about like the journey I went 
through with her with these few little words. How like language and the voice can just travel with you through time, right? And like like she says in the title, right? Slave ship to video isn't like that's somewhere in the title. Um, slave show to to slave, video. Yeah. Slave, slave show, show to video. S H O. S H O. So it's either show as in S H O W or show as in sure. sure. Okay. So I'm like. This poem for me is a lot about memory um, and time and the idea I visualize it going around and around in a circle, this idea of time just coming back and back and back. Did you think, I'm sorry to interrupt, did you think when you were listening, I certainly did, but it would be more appropriate for you to because you, you, you actually perform <laughs> poetry and I don't. Um, did you think, could I sustain this quasi-improvisation for three minutes and 30 seconds and scat this way? Did you think that? Um, it's hard, isn't it? No, 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 no. <laughs> well, I. Edwin does what she does in this. This is hard, right? Yes, yeah. There's a. Because uh, um, she doesn't let up. You know, there's this it's kind of. It's a long piece. It's a long piece. Um, I've spoken to her about this similar ideas in the past where, like, you know, Tracy, how do you feel when you're in the middle of all that? And she's in a trance, you know, she, and, and you can hear it. You can hear the, the beyond. She's like in that beyond, and and that's like you know thrilling, and we're kind of there, and then psh, we're gone. Mm. So yeah, good, Brooke. I think um, well, the, one of the ways it resonates my with my work is you sort of hear the first phrase as an opinion, and you can almost place it on an individual body, like someone spoke that spoke those words, or like you know that it resonated, and then as you move through the poem, the kind of speaker becomes extremely multiplied. And so that there are many speakers and that there are many voices. So your ability to sort of attach the, a kind of phrase of it to a person or a type of person or someone becomes – and it becomes this – and then – which then also creates many listeners even though there's one listener. So – and that's something I'm interested so in my theatrical. work with this idea of like this kind of an opinion or a voice that we think, oh, this is when – this is my opinion or this is my thought and I'm going to say it. But then – it doesn't – it's not that. What happens is you start to feel all of the ways that, like, information fills that, like, little concept of yeah. she's beautiful or she's too black. And that's a comment on, on news and on politics and everything where, like, you know, this this phrase that this person's speaking suddenly becomes that, the phrase and the phrase and the phrase. And it just becomes – it's like, what is this person saying? And this is – it's a it's a, um, uh, a way of addressing politics without being so – uh, out, out, outlandishly political. It's it's stating communication and our our warped reception of it, and that's what you know the news does all the time. So, yeah, the yeah. musical wordy word as such poem can be politically radical. This Absolutely. is certainly a poem that does that. Yeah. All right, so we have to be quick on this last round, but we would like I'd like to collect final thoughts. Something that you came here today to say and just didn't get a chance to about this poem or this work, Kamara. Final um, thought. When I was listening to this poem, um, the the ain't she she ain't ain't she like the the switch between the question and the statement kind of like really tore me apart. Like um, it it really got to me. Right, the question and the statement of like black is beautiful is also an internal conflict for many. Right, like this society that doesn't necessarily um, affirm your beauty all the time versus you and your family who tries to do that in some senses. Maybe not. But 
for me, when I was listening to this poem, I was um, feeling my own like internal dilemma of, am I beautiful? Am I not? Who thinks I'm beautiful? Who am I? Like, not who am I, but you know. Um, and I think that was one of the most powerful things for me because like listening her in my listening to her in my ear, it was like she was almost my own head. Mm. Ah, great. I think Brooke, this final thought. thing where it makes you, even when we were listening together, you couldn't see us in the studio, but you can't help but move to it. But then there's that shish, 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 shish. So it does make you kind of aware of how you, like someone wanting to silence you or squeeze you. So I, because I kept it on my headphones as I was traveling around public transit today, and I couldn't stop moving. But sometimes I'd be like moving and I'd hear the shish, 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 and I felt like, that's like I'm being loud in my motion. Like, mm -hmm. but there's something in back to being too much of something that comes, it all comes yeah, in. Yeah, too much. It's I like being loud in my motion. That's a great loud idea. in my motion. <laughs> um, Edwin, final thought? Yeah, so, so just this, these little paragraphs. When language surrenders to sound, when internal rhythm attaches itself to dialogue, our senses get activated, elevating or obscuring, but always affecting the intellect. The inner meaning appears alongside the body, traveling on a highway of parallel realizations that take form while in motion. Among mirrored expectations, new turns appear. New pathways that spark newer destinations, where he's and she's are aware of each other, but still not allowed to blur, not in this world anyway, not allowed to fuse beyond expectation. The zang tum tum of the moment lies in the immigrant, immigrant diaspora, the fitting in of the outsider, a muse that we continually mine so it's like this sense of like uh creating these parallel universes and and rows along alongside our hearing and how tracy is letting us have permission to kind of jump from that's one to the fantastic other. So, thank you thank so. you very much well we like to end poem talk with a minute or two of gathering paradise which is a chance for several of us or all of us if you're quick to spread wide our narrow hands and gather a little something good going on in the poetry or art world, someone or something. So, Brooke, what are you recommending? Yeah, I days? just saw the new Reggie Wilson dance. He's a choreographer, and um, the new his new dance is called Citizen, and it was here in Philadelphia, but it's going to happen at Bam Harvey in the spring. And I feel like it relates a lot even to this poem or to some of the questions, and I highly recommend it. Good. Say it again. Uh, Reggie Wilson, Reggie that's Wilson, the choreographer, yeah. mm -hmm. and the show is called Citizen, Citizen. and yeah. it's uh, going to be at Bam Harvey, I think, in the spring. Fantastic. Kamara. Well, um, I am a part of a spoken word poetry collective called the Exilano Project here at the University of Pennsylvania. Um, we have two shows in the fall and two shows in the spring, and I would encourage people to check out our website, um, Exilano Project. Dot com. Dot the, com. The Alexa, uh, the Exilano Project dot com. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, we also have a Tumblr and an Instagram. Uh, check us out. Okay. Exilano. Excellent. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm part of this two-year residency at the Drawing Center in, in New York, and there's about 40 artists, and we're each in different group shows scattered throughout the next few years. So just uh, um, there, there's, a, there's a show that I'm in in October, but there's other shows happening throughout the next uh, few years that are really interesting co collections of, of writers and artists, you know, creating visual work at the Drawing Center in Soho. So. Great. Well, my um, paradise is you, Edwin Torres. Uh, you know, you. Uh, we, uh, I want everybody who's hearing this to 
look out for what Edwin Torres is going to do next. Look forward to it, yeah. Uh, and do you want to give us a hint about what you're thinking might be the next thing? Um, sensory in language. How do we move in our language with either sound or visual or body or nothing? Fantastic. So keep, keep an eye out for what Edwin is doing because he's always morphing into something really interesting. Well, that's all the ain't she, she, ain't she, she, ain't she, 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 ain't, 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 ain't she we have time for. See, I had to get that in on Poem Talk today. Poem Talk at the Writer's House is a collaboration of the Center for Programs in Contemporary Writing and the Kelly Writer's House at the University of Pennsylvania and the Poetry Foundation, poetryfoundation.org. Thanks so much to my guests, Kamara Brown, Brooke O'Hara, and Edwin Torres. And to Poem Talk's director and engineer today, Zach Cardiner, and to Poem Talk's editor, the same amazing, talented, ridiculously talented Zach Cardiner. Next time on Poem Talk, we'll talk with Joseph Massey, Emily Harnett, and Siobhan Phillips about Kate Colby's long poem, I Mean, in which every line of this 70-page poem starts, I Mean. This is Al Filris, and I hope you'll join us for that or another episode of Poem Talk. <laughs>